to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. All right, we are back. So, Julie, welcome to the radio show today. We had a fantastic week um, mm-hmm. of coaching. Really great reports back from all of our, uh, obviously, our coaches about all their clients. Fantastic stuff happening in the real estate markets. But there was also another big announcement this week with from Apple, of all places. Yes, Apple Computers, mm-hmm. the home of your iPhones and your iPads and your i whatever else is. It was called, you know, the iWatch. And one of the cool things that people are really excited about about the iWatch is it actually is going to have this little health application thing, health monitor, and they're going to be able to supposedly create all these new um, tests and whatnot that basically will be able to monitor your health. I don't know how much of that I actually want done. I mean, I'm probably neurotic enough. I don't need to be monitoring my health constantly. But supposedly the iPhone or the iWatch, rather, in conjunction with this app is going to be able to check all kinds of different information. It's going to be able to store it about you. But the kind of the interesting concept, in essence, is, is that you are given an ongoing, uh, ongoing report of your own personal health vital statistics. So you can actually track to see how you're uh, doing on an ongoing basis, how much, obviously, the basic things, how much you're exercising. But again, this, this, this new technology is supposedly also going to be able to monitor whether or not you're developing any diseases. And, you know, you guys get the point. So what if there was a way that you could have a similar level of tracking on an ongoing basis for your real estate business? In other words, what if there was a smartphone, smartwatch app that you could strap on that basically gave you a clear, real-time indication of what your real estate business's health was. And guess what? There is, of course, right? And that's what we're going to be sharing with you guys today. Julie? Yes, absolutely. And this is one of my favorite things that we do with coaching clients. It's called the Vital Statistics or Vital Signs Report. At the top of this, and this is something that we've created for our students and future students, so you can certainly take notes on this and use it, listeners. At the top, it says a simple statement. In order to get from where I am to where I want to be, I must develop strategies, initiate activities, measure my results, and track my vital signs. So just like in real life, your business has vital statistics, right? So what is the health? What if you know, kind of old school fashion, if you kind of have that uh, vision in your head from watching movies or maybe you've experienced something like this where, you know, the patient's in the hospital bed and there used to be a chart at the foot of the bed and the, the nurse would take care of most things, but the doctor would come in and there would be some vital signs. What's the heartbeat? What medications are they on? What kind, you know, what's going on with this patient? And they, they did that so that the doctor could, at a glance, take a look at the patient even if the doctor hadn't been the one actually doing all the tests, the doctor could take that chart off the foot of the bed and say, all right, this patient is, uh, you know, maybe on their last leg, okay? Or maybe they're in really great shape and this is just a checkup. What's going on with the patient? The problem in real estate, Tim, is that everything takes longer than we would like. Everything. I mean, think about it. Your postcard campaign takes longer t- than you'd like for it to work. Closings, they take longer than we want them to to actually happen. Writing contracts, you know, I think the California contract is up to like 48 pages or something insane. There's disclosures for the disclosures. 
So because everything takes so long, we kind of lose touch with the vital statistics, and it becomes too late to know if your real estate patient, as in your business, is flatlining or not. Because you're busy off doing your deals, well, what's happening with your lead generation? And this is what causes heart palpitations, to stay with our medical analogy. Go ahead. So coaching students, um, obviously this is on Real Estate Coaching Essentials. This is part of what you get for the coaching and and Mm -hmm. part of the coaching program. And we are working on making this into an app, literally, so you guys can have it on your iPhones. That will hopefully be coming out later this year. But the moral of the story is is that what we're going to explain to you to do is how to make, or rather, coaching clients use our already done for you vital statistics report. But for the rest of you, if you are for some reason not one of our coaching clients yet, shame on you. But we're going to still give you the same information on what you can do to just embrace the to do to embrace the concept of creating your own vital uh, statistics report. Now, conceptually, I'm sure we're all on the same page at this point. You understand how it works. You understand basically it's a system that you're going to be able to put in place that will be able to track your ongoing health of your business based on your current day's activity. But also what it does is it gives you an ability to look forward based on today's activity. To kind of, it's a, like a predictive thing, too, to help you understand what might be happening next. So conceptually, here's the concept all of you guys need to embrace. Your contacts that you make today, the contact with the buyer, the contact with the seller, they don't pay you for 90 to 120 days. In some markets, they don't pay you for six months, maybe seven months. When Julie and I sold real estate, our contact to paycheck cycle was typically around six months. Now, it didn't take us that long to sell a house, but what would happen is basically from the initial contact, then there's the kind of the getting the house prepared, then there was the you know, going through the process of you know, whatever else was necessary to get the house ramped up, the pictures, the brochure, the sign, the walk box, or whatever, you are sometimes looking at 30 to 45 days just depending on the seller's overall situation. But in our market, even priced right, everything perfect, it was still going to take 90 to 120 days just to get a contract. Now, you might get one right away, but it might be a low ball. You guys have been through all this if you've been through in real estate for any length of time whatsoever. So by the time we would get paid on a listing, then there's the 30-day escrow or close, depending on what part of the, clo- uh, the country you guys are in, depending on what you know, call different things. That's the essence of it. From the first contact, hello, Tim and Julie, I'm thinking about selling my house, to the actual time we get a paycheck, it wasn't unusual for it to be six months. Understanding that, what that enabled us to do is know that what we do today as far as making contacts wasn't going to pay us in 30 days, but that was our six-month-from-now money. That was what was going to take care of us six, six months from now. So the cycle, again, not knowing, not understanding these concepts, the cycle, the, the ramifications, the negative ramifications of not knowing this is that you're going to go from ups and downs in your income or you're going to have no income. I mean, there's no positive thing that comes from not uh, knowing how to leverage the predictive cycles of real estate. The content, in, in some markets, I get it, you guys are looking at more of like a 90-day contact to paycheck cycle. In some markets, it might actually be 60 days. When we have somebody new that starts with us, that wants to make money fast, you know what we tell them to do? Go after first-time buyers because first-time buyers and all-cash investor buyers have the tendency to have the shortest period of time from contact to close. You know, it could be as little as, say, 45 to 60 days. Whereas, in, like I said, in most markets, you're going to be looking at four months. So if you do not have the cash flow that you want to be having right now, it's because, you're, A, you don't recognize what the contact to paycheck cycle is, and B, let's determine that it was, say, five months. Five months ago, you weren't doing the things necessary to make it so that the you today was going to get paid. Um, you know, if you do have, if you are flushed right now, if you are having a great year, if you're having the best first quarter of your life, as many of you are, 
um, it's because you were doing the right things three months, six months ago. You were, you were hustling back then. You were making the contacts. You were working more intensely. You were avoiding the temptation that so many agents uh, you know, fall prey to of the shiny bullet, of the, the new shiny do-it-for-you lead generation widget. You weren't spending all your time working on your business. You were understanding the importance of staying working in your business. The working on your business stuff, guys, happens after hours, after you've made your contacts, after you've set your appointments, after you've negotiated your contracts, after you've done all of that, then you work on your business. You definitely do not work on your business during the work day. The work day is spent doing the actual work, which is working in your business. And if you, don't, if you aren't clear about that, the surefire indication is, is that you're having very inconsistent months as far as uh, income, or you're having no income, like I said. You know, the, the problem with not getting this concept is, is you literally are going to be staying in this struggling mode for probably the rest of your careers. So the vital statistics report is the surest fire way for you to know exactly what's going on today for real, your actual current you know, real estate business health, and where it's going to be in the future. So Julie, let's go over some of the line items that make up the report. Yeah, you got it. And so, again, this is supposed to be done weekly for our coaching clients. They send us to us as their coaches prior to the call. This is weekly because the issue is, you know, the more business you do, the harder this actually becomes to know the early warning signs, what's going on with your business. So you do this weekly. You don't just do this when you feel like it or monthly or quarterly. This has got to be just like the doctor checks on the patient practically hourly. This is you checking in with you at a very minimum weekly, if not practically daily. So what are we reporting? Well, the first category is year-to-date closed transactions. Well, there's a reality check. If your goal is this, but you're at that, how far away are you? That's just literally taking your pulse. How are we doing? Are you on track? Are you behind or are you ahead? Current pendings. Well, that should give you some hope or maybe not, right? So again, this is, this is pretty serious stuff to vital signs. Is the patient alive or not? So current pendings, and it actually says at the top of this uh, vital signs report, the week of, so again, we're doing this weekly, current pendings, active listings and active buyers. And as a coach, and I know that all of our other coaches do this as well, you know, if you keep on getting the same numbers every week from a client, that's starting to flatline. These are early warning signs. Patient might need, you know, resuscitated here. So if your year-to-date closed transactions are stagnant, your current pendings Maybe you've got some things that are having a hard time closing or you don't have any pendings, worse, and your active listings are either the same or going down and your buyers are the same or going down. Well, we have an issue. And the the point is that we see this as coaches. This is part of why you have coaches. We're going to see that before it's too late. Right. You guys get busy and 30 days goes by and then all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, I should have been working the past 30 days. To your point, Tim, about the, the cycle between contact and closing, we want you to see it before it's too late. Does that make sense? Well, the other thing that this allows you to do when you're thinking like this, like a business owner, by the way, okay, when you're thinking like a business owner, the other thing it will uh, help you to really focus in on are the macro uh, market trends. In other words, is the market uh, slowing down? Is the market speeding up? Remember, guys, most of the things you're going to hear in the news, frankly, most of the things you're going to read online, even from great sources, are going to be old information. They're reporting on what has happened, okay? Even on great sites like Inman, you know, they're reporting on what's happened. They're not being, uh, you know, they're not really telling you what's happening now. You know how you know what's happening now is you look at your own real estate business. 
you look at your obviously your MLS statistics. But if you see, for example, your uh, maybe your uh, contact to paycheck cycle has historically been say 90 days or 120 days, but you see now it's starting to stretch slightly. Well, is that because you're not, say, for example, being aggressive enough with lead follow-up? Is that because you're not doing enough lead generation? Or is it something even more rudimentary, like you're not being uh, effective with your price reductions on your listings? So, or, you know, there's, another, there's so many different variables that we have to look at as coaches. Maybe you historically have been carrying, you know, 10 or 20 listings. And so far this year, because you've been working with so many great AAA-motivated buyers that, by the way, probably haven't bought yet, you're finding yourself spending all your time working with those buyers, and so you don't have your listings uh, where they should be. And then you realize that, oh, my gosh, that means I'm really going to hurt myself six months from now or five months from now or four months from now, depending on what your cycle is. So you've got to conceptualize this and really take an honest um, view of the trajectory of your business. That way you can make the right decisions. Guys, this real estate thing that we do, right, it's very, very easy if you let it be. It really does come down to just a few basic concepts. It comes down, first of all, embracing the fact that you have to have um, a certain number of listings. It's what we call the magic number. In most markets, if you have 10 listings at all times, which some of you is nothing, and others of you it's like a complete stretch of the imagination to having 10 listings at all times. And if that's you, then just start out basic, one listing, five listings, and then work your way up mentally and emotionally to 10 listings at all times. But for most of you, especially our coaching clients, that's no big deal. But when you have a certain number of listings at all times, um, and you focus on replacing what sells. So if you have 10 listings at all times and you're in a marketplace where your average commission is $10,000 and you have three that sell just priced right out of the MLS every month, you don't even try to double in them. You're just 100% focused on nothing other than listings and you're on 100% commission. I know I'm just making it easy you know, just to conceptualize. There will be some sort of commission split in the rest of it. But 10 listings at all times, average commission is $10,000. You have three just sell out of the MLS just because they're priced right. You're going to make $360,000 a year. Stop there for a second. Think about that for a second. Now, if you're selling in, say, for example, Warren, Michigan, and your average sale price is $100,000, and you're, you know, obviously, uh, and if your goal is to make $300,000, and you know your market has an average of, say, 10% or maybe 15% sales per month out of the MLS, then you're looking at basically having to have an inventory of probably 30 or 40 listings at all times to earn the same amount of money, say, with someone who has a higher sale price. You get the idea? Again, these are all the types of things you work on with your coach to know what your magic number is. But once you embrace the fact that real estate really does, this industry, this business does come down to having and maintaining a certain number of listings at all times, everything else is noise, once you get your mind wrapped around the fact that you, in order for you to accomplish your financial goals, for you to have financial independence, for you not to be working all the time, just do everything and anything that you have to to get to and then maintain the certain number of listings you have to have at all times. That's what the Vital Statistics Report is all about. So that means that if you're, say, for example, coming to us now and you're saying, I'm tired of chasing buyer leads. I'm tired of getting ripped off buying buyer leads. I'm tired of, you know, worrying about all this other social networking. That, that hasn't worked for me. A lot of you come to us after having essentially been down a lot of roads leading nowhere, and then you join our coaching program, and then you join it because you're saying, I'm tired of all that. I want to know a system specifically to help me be a listing agent. That's really what we do. That's our specialization. And yes, some of you will then will spawn into teams and others of you will just decide to you know, get in, go different directions. But the core basic architecture of your business has to be that of a listing agent. 
Well, it doesn't have to be, but if you want to actually make a real business out of it and make real money out of it, that's where it has to be. The work part of it comes in when you're getting up to whatever your magic number is. The analogy that we always use, because it's the easiest one to sort of conceptualize, is taking off in a jet, right? You know, a jet uses most of its fuel when? When it's taking off, when it's cruising, or when it's landing. Of course, when it's taking off. It's obvious. Your business is the exact same way. You're going to require the most intensity, the most focus, the most absolute effort for realistically the first, say, 90 to 180 days when you started in a coaching relationship with us. And that's where you're focusing all your best energies every single day on learning how to list homes at a high level consistently. All the other stuff, you know, you're going to do that every single day, on a, at a, basically based on a schedule, based on your specific goals. Some of you will learn how to do it by over-the-phone prospecting. Others of you will want to do it by other sources and means. But the bottom line is, is when you've embraced the fact that being a listing agent is where it's at, you won't be attracted anymore to some of these other little, you know, frankly, these little scammy things that are out there that agents get suckered into. You won't find those attractive anymore because you won't have to. You won't be one of these agents that's like someone walking through the desert that's dying for a drink of water. That's how a lot of you guys exist in your businesses. You're just so hungry, so thirsty for something, anything that's going to help you get to the next day. You know, if you become a listing agent, you will never be in that position again. Learn how to build and then maintain a certain level of listing inventory, and everything else is, frankly, optional. Whether you ever want to actually become a buyer's agent, whether you actually ever want to hire uh, buyer's agents to work for you, whether you actually want to build a team, you can choose not to. Just focus on being a listing agent. The top agents in the world, without exception, the ones that net the most money, not necessarily sell the most houses, guys, not the ones that are up on stage bragging about selling five, six, seven hundred houses. Okay, that's wonderful. That's great, and congratulations. But I'm talking about the ones that are truly rich, the ones that have the biggest net, the ones that are buying investment properties, the ones that have made themselves into multimillionaires, not the ones that basically are just seeking status and ego approval. The ones that actually are the uh, agents that we coach are the ones that are focused on becoming very smart, effective business people. Those coaching clients, those agents do it from being listing agents. Primarily, that's their focus, and they realize everything after that is optional. So going back to this vital statistics report, what this does do is it gives you absolute clarity on where your focus needs to be every single day. Um, you know, I get it. This time, you're super hard to stay focused because you guys are getting inundated with phone calls, emails, letters, you know, so-and-so coming to town to speak, all these different distractions where you know at the end of the day what I'm saying is true. You, there's, no, there's no argument that anyone's ever given to me that it, that's, you know, it, that's even remotely viable that would prove what we're saying to be true. Learn how to be a listing agent. Learn actual sales skills. I mean, Julie, it's, if, there was a, if we could like give the industry uh, some sort of, we could just all of a sudden snap our fingers, I, this would, and they would understand something, this would be it. Agents struggle needlessly, punishing themselves and their families because they don't get this concept, Right. Yeah, absolutely. It it gets down to working the things that actually lead to a paycheck and doing it consistently and tracking it. So the vital signs report, the next category is closings this week. Well, there's some honesty to that, right? Do you have any or don't you? If you do, how many and are they in good shape? Offers I'm working this week. So remember our first category was year-to-date closed transactions, current pendings, active listings, and active buyers. Well, Okay, so what's happening next is the next category, closings I got coming up, 
offers I'm working on. Because you see, if you don't have any offers, you either are stuck with a bunch of overpriced listings, and that's why you don't have any offers, and you got work to do there, or you're not closing on your buyer leads, and you got work to do there. So are you actually working on active offers? Now, as a coach, I look at that, and I see what's in the hopper, what's, what's coming. And if I've got a really good number there on a coaching client, well, we've got to concentrate on that, then we've got to move on to other things. Listing appointments this week, buyer appointments this week. That's right, I said actual honest-to-God appointments. You see how we're tracking appointments, not impressions, not leads, not number of emails. I'm talking actual appointments, and that's why we're looking at vital stats, right? So when the doctor looks at the patient, he's looking at what is the truth, not did you work out five times last week and you should be in good shape. It's what is actually happening to you, okay? Maybe that was the first time you did work out. And agents use that all the time, Tim. Well, you know, I made 20 contacts. Well, great. Well, How many appointments con- did you con- get? Yeah, all right, it's contactitis, right? I mean, it goes back to focusing on the wrong thing. And and that, you know, the frustrating thing, Julie, honestly, and I shouldn't say frustrating, but it's true. The frustrating thing is when we get a coaching, uh, new coaching client, right, working with one of our coaches, and then this coach, this agent has basically been trained to believe that everything follows contacts. I make enough contacts, I'll win. No, you won't. You won't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. You're focusing on the wrong thing. And some of you guys who are frustrated because you're just you know, following this path that the more people I have in my database, the more people I'm following up on, the more people, the more people, the more people. It's a numbers game after all, Tim and Julie. Everybody knows that. That's sales 101. It is not a numbers game. It's a people helping game. In other words, the number of people that you help at the highest level is what's going to uh, cause you to win, not certain, uh, just simply making contacts. Making contacts is a waste of time. Here's By the mindset itself. shift. Yeah. By itself, right, of course. So here's the mindset shift. You have to be focusing on the appointments. Focus on the appointments. Most of you, if you're in front of somebody, even if you have moderate skill, are going to win at least half the time. Now, obviously, when you become a coaching client, half the time is not, you know, 100% of the time is our minimum standard. But even if you aren't following using our pre-listing pack, even if you're not using our listing presentation, even if you're not really great at presenting a CMA, being in front of somebody will cause you to uh, get the business at least half the time, right? It's true. Now, here's where it gets interesting. You add skill. You add an organized approach. Then you're going to win 100% of the time or like 99% of the time. So if the mindset is I'm going to focus no longer just on contacts. You, know, you can track contacts. That's good for understanding your, the analytics and how efficient you are. But getting stuck on the contacts uh, road leads to nowhere. You have to be focusing on the number of appointments you set. And I'll go just say this again because it's worth saying. Those of you who have come from these traditional old school sales um, coaching things, training mostly, where you're told just to make contacts, make contacts, and a certain percent will shake down into appointments. That means you're going to be feeling like you're victorious by making your 20 or 30 number, uh, contacts that day. But that's great. How about this? What if you played a game with yourself? And by the way, this is what Julie and I used to do personally when we prospected um, back when we sold real estate, is we didn't like prospecting any more than anybody else does. There's always something else you'd rather be doing. Uh, so what That'd we did is we normal. said, okay, <laughs> yeah, be called normal, right? So what we did is we would say to ourselves um, that as soon as you set one pre-qualified have-to-sell listing appointment, Got it? So it's a real honest-to-God seller. Not a want-to, but a have-to. Someone has true motivation. When you set one per day, you can quit prospecting for that day. Now, hey, you're off the hook. What you happened is, your job. 
That's right. That's your minimum standard, right? Our top-tier coaching clients, that's one of their minimum standards. One pre-qualified listing appointment a day. So if you have the goal of, say, I'm going to make 20 contacts, my goal is to make 20 contacts, you'll make the 20 contacts, but you won't set any appointments. But if you have the goal of, say, for example, I'm going to set an appointment a day, and after I've done it, then I don't have to make any more contacts, get it? This is a game you can play. Now you can set your appointment and continue to prospect if you choose to. But it, you know, psychologically, how much more effective are you going to be on every one of those contacts if you know that you don't have to make any more after you set your one pre-qualified listing appointment? I'll tell you how much more motivated and focused and intense you'll be, about 1,000%. And you'll start finding that for every, say, 10 contacts at first and then five contacts, you set a listing appointment because you want to be done with it. You get the point here? Guys, this is what the vital statistics, you know, the contacts, the number of listings, these are all the things that basically lead to real estate sanity and make it so you no longer have to feel the real estate night sweats. This is what makes it so that you can plan, you know, six months from now because you have, with reasonable certainty, a real good idea of what your income is going to be because you have your magic number of listings at all times. Because you know statistically, you know, depending on your marketplace, 30 or 40% will sell every month. That's how you go on vacations and still make money. You know, I had a coaching client that went to, um, well, I have several, you know, personal ones I've had for a long time that take, you know, usually an entire month off and don't lose any momentum, don't lose any revenue because of the fact that they have listings being sold automatically through the MLS while they're away. So, you know, guys, at the end of the day, this business that we're in, it's a blessing depending on how you choose to treat it. It could also be a curse. Julie, any thoughts come to mind as we around the bend on today's show? Yeah, well, so the final part of the Vital Stats page kind of gets to the nitty-gritty, and it has you actually write down your leads. And we always have a goal in coaching here of having 15, ideally, AAA leads. Now, that's a little bit unrealistic, but that is the goal. You want to purify your leads. 15 sounds like a lot to most of you, but remember, they're not all going to buy or sell at exactly the same time on exactly the same date. So since every transaction begins as a lead, if you are not tracking your leads visually on a weekly, if not daily basis, that by itself may be the reason why the rest of your report could be a little bit frustrating for you. Okay? So everything starts as a lead. Well, how many listing leads do you have? How many buyer leads do you have? Where does your business come from? Are they AAA highly motivated leads? Or you know, some of you guys have tons of leads. But really, for being honest, aren't they all kind of C leads if they're not actively working with you? Or maybe you don't even know if they're A, B, or C because you don't call them. So tracking your leads then should lead to appointments, and appointments leads to commissions. So yeah, this is kind of like the hardcore running of your business. These are vital statistics. We call it that for a reason. And no, we haven't talked about you know how much time you spend on Facebook or how much social media you're doing or how many impressions you're getting from whatever online source you're paying. We're talking about the actual mechanics of doing business, getting you all to think like real business owners and less like hobbyists. So when you use the vital statistics philosophy, the mindset, and ultimately the document that we use with our coaching clients, there's some accountability in that. You can't really hide out from your business that way. Just like if you're the patient, the doctor's looking at your vital stats page, well, you know what? That's because you're probably in the doctor's office. You're in the hospital, right? Something is up with that. So to avoid that, you check in, just like the, you know, the iWatch is going to be checking in on you. Well, you can check in on your business. That tells you what's really going on. And if you're sitting here today looking forward between now and next week, and you don't have enough listing or buyer appointments, 
but you have lots of leads, well, that tells you exactly what to do. If you do have lots of appointments, you're writing tons of offers, you need to do your price reductions, well, that's what you need to do. This is called working in your business. The working on your business is what most of you guys like enjoy doing because it honestly is a little bit more fun. But really, working in your business is what makes you money. So that's my parting thought, Tim, is to be clear on the vital statistics, the early warning signs. Am I on track, off track, or am I, you know, am I doing a great job? Am I behind? What's actually happening? And the point of the vital stats is to know ahead of time before it's too late. You know, this isn't just for newbies, by the way. It, this especially applies to our grizzled veterans that have 10, 15 deals pending right now. They're going to spend all week guaranteed holding their deals together. And then 30 days, 45 days from now, wonder where all their next closings are. Vital stats, tracking that, will keep you away from having that problem. Yeah, I mean, well said. I mean, guys, the bottom line with all this is that uh, if you look at your numbers from a business perspective, you don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Once you understand what your core basic needs are for, um, you know, as far as your vital stats are every day, when you know what those are, that is, becomes your daily business plan. That becomes what you do every single day. That becomes what you hold yourself accountable to on an ongoing basis. And that's how you build long-term wealth. That obviously combined with you know, saving money and then reinvesting it. A little quick side note. Remember, guys, you don't become rich selling houses. You just don't. You become rich with the money you earn from selling houses. And if you're earning money, great. But are you still building wealth? And if not, it's because you're not learning to save enough money and invest enough money. These are all the types of things that we talk about when we're in a coaching relationship with all of you. Um, these are all the ways and just, just tip of the iceberg of all the systems and things that we do to make you really, truly effective and not just learning how to be a great salesperson. And that is what you are. Listen to the radio show we did, I think, on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday about that. Not just a great business person, because a great business person that doesn't know how to sell, they're not going to be successful. We show you how to combine those two skill sets so that you can actually build a fantastic real estate practice. Guys, don't, build, or don't make your life form around your business, because then you won't have any life. Make your business form around your life. In other words, Set the expectations of what you want your day, your week, your month, your, your year to feel like, to be like, and then design your business to work around that opposed to the other way around. This is the simplest, most beautiful, elegant industry that you could possibly have gotten into. You are smart enough to get a real estate license. You're smart enough to learn how to be successful. You're smart enough to be in the right place at the right time at the very beginning stages of this long-term real estate recovery. Now... Don't stop your learning. Don't stop your trying. Don't stop your focusing. Don't stop the things and the, the, the ideas that are, were the original genesis of you being on this path. If there's anything we can do for you, anytime, anyplace, anyhow, we will be there. And the first way to get started is going to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So uh, personal note, thank you again for making this the number one listen to industry broadcast um, for realtors. And thank you especially for all of you wished uh, Julie and I uh, happy birthdays this week. Julie's birthday was yesterday, and mine was earlier in the week. Our birthdays are on the 9th and the 12th. For those of you who for, forgot, no worries. You can uh, remember next year. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to say to all these guys, Julie? No, I, and I would extend that. Thank you for our, all of our birthday wishes. We've tried to respond to everybody, but if we didn't personally respond to you, extra special thanks for all of your great uh, birthday wishes. We appreciate that. And our job as your coaches and future coaches and as your radio hosts is to keep you on track and help you move forward this year. So take a second at the end of the radio show. Ask yourself what you need to be doing, what that means to you. And if you ever need any help, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and we will be there to help you. Have a fantastic weekend. 
and we'll talk with you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.